This episode is supported by Active Skin Repair. Active Skin Repair is a skin health company helping people heal with natural, non-toxic, medical-grade ingredients. I just randomly... Vinny was having a toe skin irritation issue and he ended up having this like skin that was really irritating him and it was getting kind of like icky and you know like when kids start to get like little scabs and scratches and then they want to pick at it and it was getting worse and so active skin repair showed up on my doorstep as a result of the sponsorship and I got to put it to use immediately and I got the ointment formula or the like ointment formulation and then also the spray and the spray was perfect so Vinny does not like ointmenty creamy lotiony things on his body but I was able to get out the spray literally took it out of the packaging the day it arrived put it on his toe before he went to bed and the next morning he was like mom my toe's all better. It was literally like this super amazing cure that helped his toes so quickly. So you can use active skin repair on a wide range of skin issues, including cuts, scrapes, burns, sunburns, rashes, other types of skin damage. It's totally safe, non-toxic, suitable on all types of skin, even parts of the body where you might have rosacea or eczema or have acne prone skin. This is also safe for the youngest members of your family up to the oldest. So now you have one simple solution for your family's skin health needs. With over 500 thousand happy customers and thousands of five-star reviews and super safe and clean ingredients active skin repair is something that you want to have on hand for your family so to get your own active skin repair go to activeskinrepair.com to learn more about active skin repair and get 20 percent off your order when you use the code shameless that's activeskinrepair.com use the code shameless for 20 percent off your order activeskinrepair.com code shameless This is the Shameless Mom Academy, episode 427. Show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned in the episode, as well as any discount codes from our sponsors, can be found by going to shamelessmom.com and clicking on episode 427. Welcome to the Shameless Mom Academy. I'm your host, Sarah Dean. I'm here to give you and other passionate, driven, unapologetic moms tools, resources, and a little bit of humor to help you lead more positive, powerful, and purposeful lives every damn day. One of the best things about the Shameless Mom Academy is our community, so be sure to join us in our free private Facebook group to connect with other shameless moms just like you. You can find us over at shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hello, shameless moms. Happy Monday. If you are listening to this in live time in the era of COVID, it's just happy day because days of the week have been canceled. Every day is the same. And here we are. You might hear a lot of thumping in the background of this recording because we are finishing up week two of our learn from home experience. And we're at a point where Vinny's routinely jumping on the floor above my office while he does the schoolwork because apparently that like helps him think. And it just annoys me to no end. And that's where we're at today, friends. And I'm sure there's things happening in your household that are very similar. So um, just enjoy the background noise. It's our new soundtrack. (laughs) So our content today is gonna be very relevant to current times and also totally universal. So what I wanna talk about today is continuing to return to who you are. Keep returning to who you are. And this is so important when we're going through something hard, sticky, challenging, overwhelming, unpredictable, unprecedented. So very, very relevant in the times of a pandemic, but also relevant anytime you're going through something that is 
maybe not what you signed up for, that is maybe just completely overwhelming, that is really making you check yourself in a new way, that is maybe making you feel really out of sorts or unqualified in different ways. And I want you to, when you go through things and we feel like we don't have any control and when we feel like we don't have a say in the outcome and when we feel like we don't know when things are going to end and how they're going to end, which I think is the hard part for me right now, I want you to continue to know who you are and to continue to return to yourself. And what can happen when we're nervous and we're afraid is that we forget who we are and we forget to return to ourselves, and we forget that we have done hard things in the past and we forget that we are someone that shows up with you know, respect and with power and with authority and with qualifications and with creativity and with flexibility and adaptability and with humor. We forget all these things when things get really, really sticky. We lose our sense of who we are and we lose our sense of who we want to become and who we are becoming because sometimes we turn to this place of feeling crippled, feeling stuck, feeling overwhelmed. And When we're in that place of feeling crippled and stuck and overwhelmed, it's really hard to remember that we've gone through hard things before and come out the other side just fine, or that we shine in trauma and we shine in hardship. I was actually having this conversation with someone the other day, and I was saying, you know, I've gotten to this place of feeling pretty calm about what's happening right now because... I have this background of having worked in a psychiatric hospital for seven years, and I know that I'm someone who, when communities are in intense stress or acute stress, I step up as a leader. That's how what I do, and I am like ready to show up. I'm ready to serve. I'm ready to be there. I want to be the person with solutions. I want to be the person helping out. I want to be on the front lines. That is where I thrive. So when this all, when everything started happening a few weeks ago and things felt big and heavy and hard and unpredictable and scary, I had my moment of like, holy cow, I'm terrified. I'm going to have to move Shameless Mom Con. Like all of these certainties for 2020 were just really out the window. And I had my moment. And then I had this follow up moment of like, oh, wait. This is who I really am in situations like this. I am a leader. I am someone who is solution-oriented. I'm action-oriented. I want to be in the middle of things. I want to be part of like what's driving things to keep going, what's driving things to keep moving, what is solving problems for people, what's offering solutions, what's showing up in massive service, having massive impact, sharing a powerful and potent message. That's who I am. And as soon as I reminded myself that that's who I am and that's what I do, I was like, oh, this, I got this. Like 2020 might look nothing like what I expected, but I got this because that's who I am. And one of the great parallels in this whole situation for all of us is remembering where we've been before as moms, remembering where we've been before when we had new babies, everything was hard and uncertain. Nothing was like what we thought it was going to be like. If you're like me and you just thought like, oh, I'm going to have this baby and it's going to take naps on me all day and it's going to be sweet. And that was not my actual experience. (laughs) So being in that situation and navigating all of that, is not unlike what we're going through right now. Navigating, you know, stress and sleepless nights and not knowing when it was going to get easier and not knowing what any day would bring. That's familiar territory. I've been there before. I've been there before in motherhood and you have too. I've been there before professionally. I was there when the economy crashed in 2009 and my business just tanked overnight and I had to get really creative and really scrappy. And I flipped that whole business upside down and made it exponentially more successful than it had been before that crash, because that's who I am. That's what I do. So I want you to look back at 
times when you have weathered big storms, hard storms, and really recognize who you are, who you show up as. I made this whole list on Instagram the other day, and my list, which is relevant to me, but might also be relevant to you in trying to return to who I am and trying to remind myself who I am, especially in those hard, sticky moments. Here's my list. I am strong. I am powerful. I am resourceful. I am resilient. I'm scrappy. I'm creative. I'm adaptable. I'm thoughtful. I'm generous. I'm intentional. I'm optimistic. I'm kind. I'm compassionate. I'm funny. We all need a little bit of that. I'm a person who makes things happen. I'm a person who shows up with integrity. I'm a person who gets stronger as things get harder. I always figure it out. I always come out on top and I always return to who I am. And if I can remind myself that, and if you can remind yourself that over and over and over that that's what you've always done and that's what you're going to continue to do, you will be able to find some peace in all of this. And when you remind yourself that that is who you are and that that's how you show up and that that's how you thrive in hard times, you also now have a filter through which you can run decisions. And when you go to make a decision, you can say, wait a minute, as a strong, powerful, resourceful, resilient person, what is my next best step? As a person who is thoughtful and generous and compassionate, how am I gonna respond in this situation? And when we start remembering who we are and we return to who we are, then it becomes easier to make decisions every day. So right now you might be making decisions around how you show up in your community or not. You might be making decisions around how you make shifts professionally. I know in our neighborhood, we have a couple people who are nurses who are making decisions. And I actually have friends in the medical field who are making decisions right now around like, who are you as a medical professional? How do you show up and serve? And how do you do that in ways that keep you safe and keep your family safe? And there's a lot of decisions to make around that. And if you can get really clear on what your core values are and what you always return to, those decisions become easier. And I'll tell you, for some of my neighbors, those decisions look really different. For you know someone who has little tiny children or elderly people living in their home, their decision in terms of what they're comfortable doing on the front lines in medical work right now looks really different than someone who's single and lives alone and someone who's low risk for contracting COVID. So we all get to make our own decisions based on who we are, based on who we're returning to, and based on what our core values are and how we want to stand in integrity. And our decisions might look different than our neighbor's decisions. And how we behave right now might look different. How we're homeschooling right now might look different. How we're doing all the things might look different than how other people around us are making choices and doing things and all of that stuff. And that's all okay. I'm navigating this as an entrepreneur. I'm looking at people who are like shutting down business versus people who are digging in and doubling down and like really looking to grow their businesses and show up and serve in bigger, more powerful ways because their services are more needed now than ever. And there's a right place for both of those to coexist. There's businesses that absolutely it's in your best interest to shut your doors right now. And there's businesses that it's in their best interest to double down on serving and make it their best year ever because they have something that people desperately need. They have solutions that they can offer people that can save people's lives, that can save people's businesses, that can save people's livelihood and mental space and all of the things. So you have to look at what is your filter and who are you going to return to? And if you can continually return to yourself, you're going to get so much clarity around 
how you want to show up right now and how you're setting boundaries and how you're making decisions. This episode is supported by AquaTrue. Having clean, safe water is the last thing you want to worry about. But unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four, yes, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants in their tap water. So that's why you got to check out AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers have a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process. And their countertop purifiers, which is what we have, take no installation or plumbing, and they remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters, and they're specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAS, which can lead to potentially adverse health effects like cancer, endocrine system disruption, and liver toxicity, which is part of what makes AquaTrue so special, unique, and important in terms of how they are able to filter water. They also have water purifiers to fit every type of home. So like the installation-free countertop purifier that we have at our house to higher capacity under sink options. They even have Wi-Fi connected purifiers and mineral boost options. So I'm so excited about our new AquaTrue. And here's the thing. I swear it's like a gentle reminder to actually drink more water every time you walk into your kitchen. So we are drinking more water now and also more clean water. So more water that is more clean. It feels like a double win. I'm feeling pretty impressed with us. I feel like sink water, tap water becomes invisible at a certain point. And when I see the purifier on my counter, it's like many time a day reminder to like, keep drinking, keep drinking. So I want you to check out AquaTrue for yourself and for your family. AquaTrue comes with a 30 day money back guarantee and that makes it a great gift as well. Today, my listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code SHAMELESS at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the code SHAMELESS, S-H-A-M-E-L-E-S-S, AquaTrue.com code SHAMELESS. This episode is supported by a podcast I want to share with you called Understood Explains. So this show is about navigating ADHD, dyslexia, and other learning and thinking differences, which can be so confusing. And so every uh, season of the show is around a different theme. So there's a season on special education, there's a season on ADHD diagnosis for adults, and the current season is all about IEPs. I love this podcast because the episodes are 10 to 15 minutes long. So if you are short on time or short on focus, you can take this content in super quickly, easily, It's very digestible, and the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert Juliana Urtube. So Juliana talks all about how to navigate educational plans, IEPs. She talks about the differences between IEPs and 504 plans. She really breaks things down in a really clear and simple way so that you have some of those questions that you might be thinking around, like, does this pertain to my child? Is this something I need to be looking into? Like, where do we go from here? Where do I go if I have questions? Juliana has you covered. She explains so many different things and so many different little pieces and nuance of IEPs and special education and different things on Understood Explains. So I want you to go check it out wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can go listen to Understood Explains. Just go into your podcast app, do a search for Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. This also really comes down to self-trust. And so there's going to be people who are doing things in a million different ways. And whenever we have situations, you know, whether you're listening to this in the context of current times or you're listening to this at another time where you might just be like in a sticky situation in a relationship, I want you to also double down on self-trust and recognize that if you can return to who you are, you will be clear about what the right decision for you is. And if you can give yourself some space to get quiet 
you will remember who you are and you will be able to lean into that circle of self-trust. So I want to give you a little refresh of the circle of self-trust. So I gave this, I talked about this in more detail in episode 409, but the circle of self-trust is basically a loop based on actions and outcomes. And so when you look at how to close the circle of self-trust, you look at taking an action step. So you take an action step, you take a super tiny action step, and then you experience a win. And when you experience that win, you feel hope and validation. And when you feel hope and validation, you see potential. And once you see potential, now you have experienced elevated courage to then go back to the top of that loop and take another action step. So that's how the circle of self-trust works. That's the loop that it takes. You go from action step to experiencing a win, to feeling hope and validation, to seeing potential, to experiencing elevated courage, which propels you into that next action step. And we just do this over and over and over again, right? This is how we build self-trust. So in uncertain times, take that tiny action step that you know is gonna lead to a win. I will give you an example. For me, an action step is getting up at 5.45. So getting up early, I know I'm going to experience a win with that. So I get up early, I experience a win because I get up early before my family, I'm productive, I have like mental space for myself in that quiet time. In that moment then, when I'm in that time frame, I feel hope and validation from the win of having space and time. Then I see potential for all the things that I could do today because I've created this extra space for myself. And now I have elevated courage because I've boosted my confidence by having this win. So that's a super simple thing that you have a lot of control over, right? Another piece might be getting in a workout. So prioritizing getting in a workout. You take that action step, you go get in the workout, you experience the win, you get it done, you feel strong, you feel powerful, you're all pumped up, you feel hope and validation, and you see potential for, oh my gosh, if I can do this, like I can do one more hard thing today. You have elevated courage. So then you go and you do the next hard thing, right? So we can do this in really small, simple ways. Of course, you could also look at this, and I know people doing this right now who are thinking of bigger action steps around taking advantage of extra time right now. So I was just on a call with someone who's like, I'm going to write a book. Awesome. So action step is I'm going to write the book. The first step might be I'm going to sit down and write the outline. So you write the outline. The win is that like you put all this content together. You experience hope and validation because you've put all this together and you're like, holy cow, like I know so much about this topic. This is amazing. And then you see potential wow, like if I can put together 13 chapters in this outline, that means that I could actually maybe accomplish this. You have elevated courage. So then you go to the next action step in that process and the next step of writing the book, right? So that's not to say that it's always perfect because sometimes we take the action step and we don't experience a win. So let's look at what happens when we don't experience the win. So in that circle of self-trust, you take an action step or that when you're looking to close that confidence gap is what I call it when you're looking to complete the circle. So you have your action step. So let's just go back to the idea of writing the book. So you have this idea, I'm going to write the book. So I sit down, I start the outline and then I never finish it. So then you miss the goal, right? So you get to the end of whatever time frame you gave yourself. You thought, okay, by the end of March, I'm going to have this outline done. You miss the mark. You don't have it done. And you feel frustrated, small, and defeated. You're like, oh man, this is so frustrating. I really wanted to accomplish this one thing. I didn't get it done. And here's where the magic happens in this one, where you miss the goal. You remember your self-worth. You return to who you are. And you remember, oh wait, when I miss the mark, I just set a new deadline. Oh, wait, when I miss the mark, I don't give up. I keep showing up. Oh, wait, when I miss the mark, here's what I do instead. I double down on something else or I double down on that one thing and I create space for it. Whatever the thing is, you remember your self-worth. You remember who you are 
And then you're able to identify the lessons learned and own your power and realize like, okay, so I really want to write this book right now, but it's turning out to be harder than I thought it was going to be with three kids in the background and a husband working from home. So I'm going to reframe it in this way and recognize, okay, so maybe the end of March was not the right timeline. Instead, I'm going to do 30 minutes a day until I get the outline done, however long that takes. So in that moment, you remember who you are, that I'm someone who shows up, I'm tenacious, I keep going, I don't give up, I don't stop, I don't quit, I'm flexible, I'm adaptable, I shift gears as needed. I've identified the lessons learned in order to own my power that I'm going to keep going because that's what I do. And then the next action step is the next day, right, for 30 minutes. And I work on that outline again for 30 minutes. So in either of those situations, you either have your action step where you have a win and then you get to keep going because you're validated and hopeful and you see the potential and you elevate courage, or you have the action step where you miss the goal. You go through that moment of like, I'm frustrated. I'm annoyed. I feel small. Ugh, I can't believe this happened. Like I can't handle another loss right now. And then you remember, oh, wait, I'm going to return to who I am. And that you go back to, I'm strong, I'm powerful, I'm capable, I'm resourceful, I'm resilient, I'm kind, I'm compassionate. I'm someone who doesn't give up. I'm someone who keeps going. I'm someone who gets stronger when things get harder. And then you own your power and you take the next action step. So in either case, you end up completing the circle. You end up back at what's the next action step? Where do I take the next step? Because that is who you are. You are the person who keeps taking the next step. So I want you to get really clear on who you are right now so that you can keep going and being clear on who you are because who you are might be really different than the other people around you right now. There might be other people in your life who are like, I'm just going to watch Netflix for two months. Not knocking that. If that's what you want to do, totally fine. But that might not be you. So don't be concerned with what other people are doing and how other people pass judgment on what you're doing. Don't be concerned if everyone else is sleeping in right now and you're getting up early. Let yourself be aspirational if you want to be. And if you need to take a nap, take a nap. If you need to sleep in right now, sleep in. If you need to have extra time with cuddling with your kids, doing puzzles, like just keeping low energy tasks and letting this be a time of connection with your family and not being a time where you're being a huge go-getter, that's also fine. And you can return to that as returning to who you are. You get to pick. You might want to make this the most precious family time you've ever had. And that is absolutely fine. You return to who you are and go into that place and go deep into that place and let yourself go there and let yourself be there and let yourself stay there without judgment, without comparison. What you're going to find is that, again, you get to now have a place and a foundation and a filter through which you can set boundaries and through which you can return to your core values and through which you can stand in your own integrity. There are people right now who really just want to enjoy, and I don't mean just in a small way, but who really want to enjoy downtime And that's great. Do that. There's people who've never, I'm one of these people, there's people who've never not worked a day in their life. I've been working, I started babysitting when I was nine, and I have been working in some sense, in one way or another, since then. I have been focused on making money, building business, action-oriented, like I've had some sort of job since I was nine years old. If you're in that boat and you're like, right now, it's a pandemic, I'm going to sit down, take a nap. Do that by all means. Or you might be in another another camp where you're like, actually right now, like I'm gonna do something with this. There's things I've been wanting to do forever. I'm gonna go get them done. You get to choose. You absolutely get to choose. And as long as whatever you're doing is congruent with your core values and is letting you connect with your own self-trust, it's all okay. 
where it becomes not okay is if it's not congruent with your core values and you're stuck because you're comparing yourself to what other people are doing and you think that they're doing it better than you or they're doing it right and you're doing it wrong or you're not listening to your gut and your gut is saying, I just want to take a rest with my family right now and you're making yourself do something else that's not the right thing for you right now or your gut is saying, I want to go build something and you're letting fear get in your way. I want to go build something, but that feels scary. So instead, I'm going to just do puzzles. So there's not any right or wrong answers. You just have to listen to yourself and you have to know where you're coming from and you have to know who you are returning to. And then whatever answer you choose is the right answer for you, no matter what anyone else is choosing. So for me, I know that I am someone who connects, who serves, who can't stay quiet, who doesn't manage isolation well, who thrives in community, who loves to lead, who listens to and prioritizes my own needs during stressful times. And because I know those things about myself, I can tell you what I have been doing. I'm getting up early. I'm getting in my morning routine. I'm getting in my workouts. I am taking a stand on different things online. I am saying, you know, I am like at different moments been shouting from the rooftops like this is a crisis. This is a big deal. You need to stay inside. This is what it looks like in Seattle where we were, you know, the initial epicenter of this outbreak. I'm taking a stand. I'm letting people know what this looks like. I'm letting people know how serious it is at times when it wasn't really serious in other parts of the country. This episode is supported by Mysteries About True Histories a podcast for your kiddos. So from the creators of the hit podcast, Who Smarted, and Netflix's Brainchild comes the adventurous world of mysteries about true histories, affectionately known as math. Every episode follows Max and Molly, who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers on an adventure through time packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history, and laughs, making learning cool. This podcast is perfect for ages six and up and new episodes drop every Thursday, each stacked with so much laughter that your kiddos won't even realize how much they're learning. I love a show where as a parent, you're like, hey, let's listen or watch this or whatever. And your kids are thinking they're like getting extra device time or what have you. And you're like, they're learning right now. So it feels like such a big win. So I want you to go check out Mysteries About True Histories wherever you listen to podcasts. You can tune into Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you're listening to this podcast. So go check out Mysteries About True Histories to listen in and have some fun with your kid while they learn today. Hi there, I'm Andrea Owen, self-help author with 19 translations of my books, global keynote speaker, and life coach. My podcast, Make Some Noise, has been serving up self-help in a simple-to-digest way for the last decade. The topics brought in each episode are practical and easy to implement around topics such as working through fears that keep you stuck, different modalities of therapy, managing your negative self-talk, and more. We bring you guest experts, solo episodes, and I even coach listeners on the air around relatable struggles. I also do my best to weave my sense of humor into some heavy topics because let's face it, life can be pretty hard and it's so much better when we can have some fun while walking through our challenges. Whether you're seasoned in personal development or just starting out, Make Some Noise podcast will help you become the best version of yourself, the person you're proud of when you look in the mirror and show up in your life. Simply search Make Some Noise with Andrea Owen wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
I'm also showing up as a leader and I'm showing up in community because that's where I thrive and I know that's who I am. And if I were to try to make myself sit and watch TV all day, I would be very depressed and anxious. That is not who I am. There's nothing wrong with being that person. It's just that that is not who I am. I wish I could be more that way, but that makes me actually feel the less connected I feel, the worse I feel, the more depressed I feel, the more anxious I feel. And so for me, I know that if I want to feel good and I want to return to who I am, who I am is someone who shows up when things get really hard and I lead when things get really hard. That's just who I am. That's why working at a psychiatric hospital was really, really awesome for me until it was too exhausting. (laughs) But it was really amazing until it wasn't. Like I remember getting that job and never having imagined myself in that kind of a work environment and then recognizing how much I thrived on the chaos. And it's funny because I grew up in a household that was not chaotic at all, but I really thrived on that chaos. And when I left that job and went into personal training, I remember thinking like how inappropriate it was that I missed the craziness. I missed the wild, unpredictable days that we had at the hospital. I'm someone who likes predictability in my personal life and in my professional life too, but I really liked being in those acute places with other people. That's a weird thing to say, but that's me returning to who I am. Like I do well when the stakes are really high in a group with other people. I don't do well when the stakes are really high and it's me by myself. I get scared. I get nervous. I get way too deep in my own head. So for me right now, if I'm returning to who I am, I need to be in community. I need to be leading. I need to be calling the shots. I need to be planning all those things. That's me returning to who I am. So how can you return to who you are right now? You might need some space and grace and that's okay. Or you might need to step up and lead. You might need to be telling stories. You might need to be using humor. You might need to be baking. You might need to be doing online Zuma classes, which literally one of my clients is doing. Like there's so many things that might be the thing that allows you to return to who you are. So don't be afraid of being creative. Don't be afraid of really looking inward at who do I need to return to right now? What is going to give me power? What is going to give me strength? What is going to give me some tenacity to keep going? What is going to light me up and lift me up? What is going to fuel me? And when you can get clear on that, you can go into that circle of self-trust and look at, okay, what's my next action step? What's my next action step going to be? How can I create a win that's going to validate me and give me hope and allow me to see potential and then give me that elevated courage to take the next step? And how can I do that over and over and over again? And if you go into that place where you take the action step and you miss the mark, you miss the goal, and you feel that small, frustrated, defeated feeling, and you go to that place, how do you remember? How do you go back to, oh, wait, I'm going to return to who I am. This is who I am. And I'm going to pick my next action step based on that. And we keep doing that over and over and over. So whether or not this is in times of COVID and you're listening to this right now in live time, or you're listening to this months later, I want you to think about always returning to who you are. Returning to who you are when the stakes are high, when the going gets tough, whether it's in your marriage, whether it's in parenting, whether it's in your profession, whether it's in building your own business, whether it's in starting your own podcast or writing a book or writing your first speech, whether it's in running for government or getting a position on the board or taking a seat at the boardroom table at your work or asking for a promotion or asking for a raise. In all of those situations, how can you return to who you are? And when you can get clear on that, you're going to take action accordingly that's going to constantly keep you and consistently keep you in your power. And it's going to keep you in that place where you are strong, you are powerful, you are capable, you are resourceful, 
and you are resilient and you're going to be able to thrive there. So if this was helpful, share this episode out. We are on the last day of our hope, happiness, and mental health challenge. And there is some big stuff coming on the back end of this. So stay tuned for Wednesday's episode when I will be sharing the next steps for people who want to be connected. So we had hundreds of people do this challenge, the Hope, Happiness, and Mental Health Challenge, and we got a ton of great feedback. And based on all that, I'm going to be offering some more ways for you to stay connected over the next few weeks and over the next couple of months. And I have a really, really amazing, amazing opportunity for you to get dialed into the community to be able to keep rolling with me. So stay tuned for that announcement because that announcement's coming on Wednesday, but there's going to be some really great ways for us to stay together and work together during this time. If this episode has helped you in any way, or if you think it would help another mama, if there's someone that you know who's feeling stuck right now, who's feeling down in the dumps and having a hard time getting themselves going, please, please share this episode out. Share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy. I definitely, definitely want to make sure that this episode gets into the ears of the right mamas to help them have impact and help you all stay in your power and help you stay focused and help you stay moving forward, staying in momentum. Lastly, we have a really, really cool thing happening in the Shameless Mom Academy. So we just wrapped up our Hope, Happiness, and Mental Health Challenge. And as a result of the amazing feedback we got there and the hundreds and hundreds of moms who participated in that, I decided to put together another online experience. I could just see and tell and feel and sense the need for connection and community right now. So what we're doing is we are rejiggering Shameless MomCon 2020 and making Shameless MomCon 2020 a four-week event. And so everything about it is going to be virtual. You are going to be able to be a part of Shameless MomCon as part of a collective. So I've put together the Shameless MomCon Collective. Information is going to be coming out in the next day or so. If you're on my email list, you probably already got information about it. So you'll be getting everything you need to know. But just know that if you are in a place where you're needing to stay connected, you're needing inspiration, you're needing some ongoing support, and you want to be connected to other mamas during this time, the Shameless Mom Con Collective is just around the corner, and I will be sending information out via email. So if you're not on my email list, you can go to shamelessmom.com slash newsletter and make sure that you get all the information as soon as I have it ready to go. And then stay tuned on Wednesday's episode. I'll be able to give you all the specifics around the Shameless MomCon Collective that anyone can participate in from anywhere in the world. So again, if you want information, go to shamelessmom.com slash newsletter and you'll get everything in email first. And then I'll also be here on Wednesday with all the details. Thank you so much for joining me in the Shameless Mom Academy today. I really, really appreciate you being here and I hope you learned something new. As always, this conversation will be continued over in our free private Facebook group. You can join that group by going to shamelessmom.com forward slash Facebook to connect with other shameless moms just like you. Additionally, if this is your first time listening to the show, know that we are here every Monday and Wednesday with a brand new episode. So make sure you subscribe, go to whatever podcast app you use and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. You can do that directly if you go to shamelessmom.com forward slash review. That will put you in Apple Podcasts where you can click on the subscribe button and you can also leave a review. If you scroll down a little bit, you can leave a five-star review. You can write a few sentences letting me know what you thought about the show. If you let me know how the show has impacted you in becoming a more shameless mom, you might be nominated to be Shameless Mom of the Week. 
Also, please share this episode. My goal is to help more mamas be more shameless every damn day. So please do share this episode. You can take a screenshot of the episode on your phone and then share it out on social media. Tag me at the Shameless Mom Academy on Facebook or Instagram. I'm quick to reply and eager to send you Facebook love and love to be connected to all of you. So again, thank you for being here. I can't wait to be back here again with you in just a couple days. And until then, no matter what you do today, make sure you do it shamelessly. No one told us the truth about parenthood. Why? This is the podcast everyone needed before they had kids because now that those little ones are here, there is a lot to unpack. I'm Rachel Shepardota, and I am your host for the podcast, No One Told Us, where we tell the truth about parenting and let you in on all the stuff you really should have known about before having kids. I am the founder of Hey Sleepy Baby, but this podcast is so much more than sleep. We'll be diving into all the topics that you really care about and need to know while you do your best job raising those adorable, tidy humans. Our goal is to just make you feel less alone and less overwhelmed. There are so many things that no one tells us before becoming a parent, and I think that we should really pull back the curtain on becoming a first-time or second-time mom or dad to share the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll have a little education, a little fun, and a whole lot of heart that goes into each and every episode. So join me and our amazing guests each week to hear us talk about what no one told us.